welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast, your home for local sports here in the 574. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of the Good Fight Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Kenny Kramer, and I am joined today by Nick Shirk. Hello, hello, hello. There's no Brady, and we're not doing this on Sunday, mind you, either. It's true. This is Friday. You guys are getting a special, special, special episode. Yes, yes it's definitely are. not because it's Mother's Day on Monday or on Sunday, and we won't be able to. That's not the reason at all. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, no. This is just for the fans. Yeah, this is for the fans, completely for the fans, not for those mothers out there. You nope, know? Nope, not at all. <laughs> we're kidding, by the way. If you don't even, if you don't know. If for some reason a mother is listening to this, happy Mother's Day. We we love you. (laughs) We love you in Christ. We love you in Christ. Yes. All right. Go ahead, Ken. But two sports we go. We we are off. Um, So I don't know if you saw yesterday, but the uh, LaVille boys won the Hoosier North Athletic Conference championship in track and field. Um, And that was Thursday May 11th. Thank you. I got confused there. Um, I do believe, if my math is right, it is the 17th conference championship for LaVille and the Hoosier North. And we were talking before the podcast, this could technically be the last HNAC conference championship they take home. Could be. Could it be. could be. They could win more next year, but if they don't win right. anything next year, it would be the last one. Yes. And I do believe they're way ahead in everyone in conference championships. Good stuff. Yes, love to sir. see it. Love yes, to sir. see it. Oh. Um, high it, school basketball. High school basketball again. <laughs> we can't get away from this. Every time we try and talk about something else in sports, there's always uh, high school basketball involved somewhere in there. Concord hired a new girls basketball coach uh, yesterday. Uh, they're hiring the Edwardsburg girls basketball coach, former basketball coach, uh, Brandon Abel. I have no information on this dude. Okay. So he's just a, a he's ghost just a dude wind. from Edwardsburg. That's all <laughs> okay. I know. I mean, hey, that's that's all it is sometimes. Yeah. And then. This is this is going to be um more information to come most likely okay. on this next one. Former Bethel assistant basketball coach Mark Paulsgrove uh has been named new athletic director at Mishawaka. Now, I don't know if the current athletic director Dean Huppert left. Oh, so And you if you like... know Dean Huppert, he was the old Fox 28 guy. Oh, who did sports. Yeah, I do remember him. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So okay. I don't know if he's gone, if he's staying. Right. We're going to have to look up more information about this. Okay. So okay. this is definitely to be continued. Okay. Um, We're going to talk about Notre Dame. Of course we're going to talk about Notre Dame because – yeah. That's yeah. that's all of the high school news we have. That yes. <clears throat> next week we'll have No, yeah, we're not going to spoil it for you. Just okay. tune in next week cuz we're going to start talking about high school football. 
All right. Just gonna, I'm just going to tease. Schedule releases? Yes. Okay. Local schedule releases. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. So back to Notre Dame. Um, some Notre Dame news here. Uh, cornerback uh, Benjamin Morrison has been named to the lot impact trophy list for 2023. Basically, it's your version of the best offensive player, but for defense. Okay, so it's like defensive MVP, basically. Basically, yeah. They're okay. like an impact player. Gotcha. And is this just for Notre Dame, or it's, is it like... It's okay. ju- it, like, well, no, I think it's for the country. So it's like the best defensive player. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, for the for the year. But he's he's in the list. He hasn't actually yes. won. He hasn't won it yet, but it's okay. for this upcoming year, for 2023. Gotcha. Um, and then defensive tackle Alexander Ernsberger is going back to Germany and ending his career at Notre Dame. Uh, he had seven tackles and two sacks during his time with the Irish. How long was he with the Irish? Um, believe it was two years. Okay. Was two he like basically years? a foreign exchange student kind of thing? Or I guess not foreign exchange, but international student. Yeah, he was an international student, okay. I think. I know he did sign with Notre Dame. I know that. I oh, wow. He, yeah, he was almost, I think he was almost recruited. Mm, okay. Um, is he like? Did he give a reason for going back? Or I didn't see a reason. He just said he's going back to Germany. Huh? I have a feeling it's probably like for family stuff. Yeah, it sounds like it. Usually, we don't specify. You don't want to talk about right, it. So, right. Anyways, plus you know Germany to South Bend is a pretty hefty cost flight wise. Yeah, but let's be fair. If you're sending someone to Notre Dame, usually you have a bit of money because Notre Dame is not cheap. No, they're not cheap. So not cheap, and they are selective. So yeah. to get in is quite a big deal. Right. So, anyways, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I know last year he did play, played a little bit. He was a rotational player, okay. so I mean he wasn't a starter, but he definitely got in and saw some action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, also, um, former uh, linebacker Prince Collie, um has announced he's going to play for Clark Lee at Vanderbilt. Uh, Clark Lee is the former defensive coordinator uh, for Notre Dame. He left back in 2018, I believe, is when he left. I think. Maybe 2019. Okay. It's one of those two. Um, And Prince Colley announced that he was entering the transfer portal a few days after the blue goal game back in April, so he's so been, he's, he's he's been, been sitting, sitting in, in the portal for a while now. Okay, and now we get to the big news on Notre Dame. Yes, um, so the apparel license for Notre Dame is currently with Under Armour. That expires after the twenty twenty four season. Okay, so next winter or yeah. next spring? Yes. Sometime. Okay. Yeah. However, negotiating with Under Armour expired yesterday. Oh. So that means Notre Dame can now talk to whoever they feel. I mean, as, also with Under Armour, but they can now talk to Nike. They can talk to Adidas, Champion. They're not locked in, basically. They're not locked in with Under Armour anymore. Okay. So. I... Just so people know, I'm not a Notre Dame guy, so I'm not really up to date on the info. <laughs> How long have they been with Under Armour? They've been with Under Armour since 2014. Wow. Yeah. That's a long... Okay. 
That's what almost they announced. 10 years. Well, they announced the deal in 2014, and they officially started in 15. Oh, okay. So, so it, it was one of to... those. Yeah, it was one of those. They took a year to design, stuff, yeah. print. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, and this is big, and they made the deal till 2024 too. So. So they had about basically ten years, right? Their yeah. contract, okay, yeah. So and here's here's a fun fact about the guy who owns Under Armour. The first time that he went to Notre Dame, um, he it was for a football game, and it was Georgia Tech versus Notre Dame, and Georgia Tech was the first school that was branded by Under Armour, and so if you know, so if any of you guys know. Anything about Notre Dame football in South Bend, you know how hard it is to get a hotel during game weekends. So this guy drives however long it takes from Atlanta to South Bend on, you know, Friday, thinking he's going to get a hotel somewhere near the stadium. Oh, my man's sorely mistaken. He was sorely mistaken as. So much that he, that Georgia Tech allowed him to stay in the visitors' locker room for that night. Oh my gosh! Yes, that's crazy. So he goes from staying in the visitors' locker room for his first trip ever to Notre Dame Stadium to now he can go wherever he wants in Notre Dame Stadium. That's for, I, I I will also say for now because we don't know. It's that it could be the last time he. Yeah, that's true. Ghost Notre Dame, because mm-hmm. we don't know if they're going to be sponsored by Under Armour. Mm. Now, I, I want to hear your your two cents on this. If you were Jack Swarbrick, and you had to make you had to make a decision on what apparel company you would go with, who would you go with, and why? Okay. First off, I looked it up. It's a ten hour drive, so he literally drove almost ten and a half hours here. And then just didn't make a reservation. So that's pretty funny. <laughs> Other thing. Honestly, Under Armour, out of all of the clothing brands, gets the least amount of heat for the clothes they make. Nike, pretty fishy business going on. I don't know much about Adidas, but you don't really see Adidas sponsor many football teams. At least from what I I, mean, I could be completely wrong, but I haven't seen it at least. I don't know. Champion is kind of Champion feels like like a ritzy Nike or Under Armour. It seems like they're just trying to be a little bit better. You know, and I I feel honestly if I were them, I would try to renegotiate with Under Armour. If they want another 10-year deal, I think I take it. I this is again, this is my own personal opinion because I just like Under Armour as a company. And who they sponsor and their business practices. So I think in this world we live in, this postmodern world we live in, recognizing good company morals is an important factor that should play into contract extensions and into contract um, like ideas for the most part, I think. Obviously, money is also a huge thing. So, you know, if Nike says, well, we'll do all they're doing and more, and we will go down 30% on cost, might be a deal you can't refuse. But if it were me, I'd stick with Under Armour, see what happens. Now, 
I like the idea to let it expire and see what other people think. Like, see what Adidas says, see what Nike says, see what Champion says, see what all these places do, and then, like, from there, be like, oh, yeah, we're going to stick with Under Armour. Or whatever that goes for. But, yeah, anyways, that's my that's my take. So, there are um, 18 schools that are sponsored by Adidas. Really? 10 by Under Armour and 36 by Nike. That sounds accurate. So, Nike has a lot. How about Champion? Does Champion have anyone? Would this be like Champion's breakout team? Um, well, Champion would gain Notre Dame back again because Champion used to be oh okay before Adidas. Oh, mm-hmm. so Champion sponsors Cedarville University. Go Yellow Jackets! Was that a plug? Sure, whatever you want it to be. Where do you go to school, Nick? Cedarville University. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's the home of the Yellow Jackets. Nice. None. At least Division One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because all I get are unified champion schools. Mm. It looks like Champion makes clothing for those schools, but I don't think they necessarily sponsor them. No. Yeah, they don't sponsor them. So basically, you have your. Like for Notre Dame, you have your Under Armour apparel. It's mm-hmm. the more expensive. Champion is the cheaper version of that. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and that makes sense. So it's not really name brand. Okay. Basically, it's the Dollar General version of <laughs> apparel. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm interested. I says Under Armour. Who do you who do you want to go with? Um. So I don't like Nike at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nike for became way too political. Um, I'm not going to go into that because it's not a, a politics podcast. It's true. Um, Jordan, which is Nike, I don't like. Um, just, no. Um, sp- especially when you look at the schools that are sponsored by Nike and or Jordan. So what is the first school that comes to mind when you think of Nike when you think of Nike, first university that comes to your mind, honestly, I do not know any. Oh, okay. Yeah, the first probably one Alabama. I would guess if they're yeah, sponsored. Al- okay, okay. Yeah. Alabama. The one that comes to mind for me, and the biggest one that Nike has is Oregon. Oh, really? Because Nike is based in Oregon. Uh, Nike's first school is Oregon. Oh, uh, okay. So Oregon gets everything new by Nike. Mm. So basically, Oregon is Nike is in Oregon's back pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, Notre Dame, big name brand, very traditional. Mm-hmm. They want things done their way. Nike, I don't see Nike liking that. I I would see Nike trying to change everything. Now, granted, Notre Dame for football does have the Shamrock series, where they you know say hey. Maybe we'll give you an idea for a concept, or, you know, you take it away. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the only time that Nike would be able to really venture out and be different. Right. I see what you're saying. And same with Jordan. The first school that comes to mind for me, which Jordan, is the school up north, Meat Chicken. Um, that's the first school that comes to mind. And plus, Jordan is 
relatively new for football. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't I didn't really picture them as being a Meat Chicken was the first school. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. And so because of that, I really don't care for Jordan. Especially since they're sponsored by Nike. The other school that's sponsored by Jordan mostly is North Carolina. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. Where yeah. did where did Michael Jordan go? Right, yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. So Carolina is in Jordan's back pocket. Um, Under Armour. I've heard bad things for athlete wise about Under Armour shoes. Like mm. They call they they cause injuries. Do we really care about that? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no, but they make solid apparel. Mm, I agree, and I like Under Armour. So you're sticking with Under Armour too? I I would stick with Under Armour. Yeah, I think it's just logical. They've already been doing your work for ten years, right? Exactly. And plus, Notre Dame is Under Armour's probably. I would say Notre Dame is Under Armour's biggest seller, mm-hmm. biggest team that they have. If I have to guess, they probably let it expire just to see what other people would do. Right. But they're probably will resign. And it could be totally different, but that's right. that's my guess. I mean, that's what comes to my mind. Yeah. Just I say, mean, we'll test the water. Under Armour probably will, if anyone... Then you can also get it to where Under Armour makes you a better deal if Nike says, hey, we'll do yeah. this. And then actually, well, 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 now we'll, we'll do this. We'll yeah. do this. Yeah, so... That's probably what they're doing is they're probably – they didn't like the deal that they had, that Under Armour had first. They're mm-hmm. like, you know what? Let's let it expire. Let's talk to other people. What can it hurt? But I think they already know who they're going to go with, and I believe it's Under Armour. Yeah, and I think that's fine. I don't Like I said, I don't think it's a big deal. Plus, I really didn't like Adidas that much. Oh, okay. Adidas wasn't that good. They made one – they made two good Shamrock Series uniforms. That was it, 2012 and 2013. Okay. That's it. Other than that, their stuff was meh. Mm-hmm. And then basketball-wise, they had good alternate uniforms for Notre Dame basketball. Other than that, everything was trash. Mm-hmm. Mm. Everything was trash. Yeah, I think I think they go with them. I don't see them not, honestly. Yeah, and the biggest school that Adidas has, I would say, is Texas A&M. Mm, okay. Because it used to be meat chicken. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I'm interested in seeing where that goes next week. Yeah. But uh, I have one more piece of college news. Oh? Yeah, I got to balance out the Notre Dame stuff. So um, Aiden O'Connell, quarterback for Purdue, actually signed with the Raiders. Hey. Fourth round pick. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do anything, but he signed. Okay. It. Yeah, I mean – He's no Drew Brees. No. So. No. He, he was okay. Uh, yeah. He is He is the program's all-time leader in completion percentage. Like, he beat out Drew Brees. So, he had a 66% completion percentage. So, like, he did good. He threw for, like, 9,000 yards, 65 touchdowns. Mm. Yeah. So, it's an interesting signing. Do I think he'll play a lot? No. Probably not. Probably not, but uh, he is actually playing with the tight end from Notre Dame because, or well, one of them, Michael Mayer, because yeah. he also went to Oakland. So mm-hmm. there you go. There's that. But that also transitions us nicely into the NFL because I just had a little tidbit. The Bears schedule got released. I don't know if we're a Bears podcast, but when I'm on here, we are. So we cover the NFL. 
we're not specifically a Bears podcast. Okay. Well, they're, I mean, they're you're going to get a lot of Bears news. Team. It is true. Yeah. Besides the Colts. Yeah. But who, who likes the Colts really? If I, mean, I had to pick, I would, I would be a Colts fan more than a Bears fan. Sad. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, Anywho, your news. My news, their schedule was released today. Uh, if you have not seen the video for it, you should go watch it. Everyone does like really interesting videos now for their schedule releases. Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting. They got um, some like they got Charles Tillman to come back. They got a couple like defensive people to come back. They had some celebrities from Chicago come back, and they all like pretended like they were taking orders, and they'd be like. Order me up two birds, and they make like two chicken sandwiches, and then they put like the like ticket up there, and it was like Falcons and Eagles or something. So it was it was pretty smart. Okay. I actually really enjoyed it. So it was a pretty good video. If you have a chance to go watch it, okay, go watch it. Um, but they start off at the Packers, of course, Ooh. and they end the season with the Packers as well. So week like one, that. Packers. Week eighteen, Packers. So like Green that. Bay is at uh chicago for the first game the first game of the season on the 10th of september that's getting close yeah and yeah then they play them one more time at the very end of the season and i kind of like that i think it's a good good decision uh, yeah. other notable games that i thought i'm gonna be interested to see their second their second week game because it's at tampa bay and they don't have tom brady anymore Ooh. and i'm gonna be interested to see how they do um their thursday night game is <laughs> Against the Commanders. Well, one of their Thursday night games. Their Thursday night games, as of right now, are at the Commanders and the Panthers at home, like in Chicago. Trash and trash. In theory, they should win. However, this is the Bears. So, I I don't hold my breath. They're going to go 500. Let's just say that. They should go 2-0. Oh. <laughs> okay, you and I both know they should go 2-0 oh in those should. games. They They're going to go 1-1 one one in now, those games. Now, with that, the Commanders did have a pretty good draft, if I remember correctly. So, they had a decent draft. Yes. Yeah. So, so the it's Panthers, like, though. Yeah, and the Panthers actually did really good. So, they, they may come out firing all, on all cylinders this year and just completely wipe the floor with the so Bears. So, now we're saying they're going to go 0-2. Oh I'm going to say 1-1. <laughs> one <and> one. <laughs> I think if I had to guess, I think if we want to go through the regular season, we can just go. We'll just go through Let's it. Let's just go through it. Yeah. Okay. So, I think the first week at the Packers, I think they win. I think the Bears win right off the bat. The Bears are always strong for the very first couple games of the season, and then they let you down the rest. Okay. Where's this first game being played? You said it's being played. In Chicago. In Chicago. In Chicago, opening day, 325 game in September. Packers are coming to us. I say the Packers are going to lose. They don't have their core wide receivers from last year. Lazard left. Cobb left. And Rodgers left. Jordan Love is their quarterback. Who has seen very minimal time on the field because of Aaron Rodgers. If I'm being honest, they kind of shot themselves in the foot with that. See, I, I don't know. I think the Packers, just because of all the success they've had against the Bears. and With Aaron Rodgers. Th- keep in mind, yes. they lost their starting quarterback. Yes, but it's the Bears. It That's the problem. It is the Bears. <laughs> so It's the Bears. I think the Bears are going to jump out on – and have a lead against the Packers. I'm going to say it's a 14-point 
lead going into the fourth quarter. <laughs> 24 to 10 going into the fourth quarter. And I think the Bears' defense collapses in the fourth quarter. It'll collapse in the first quarter, but... Hey, hey, it's the first game, okay? Listen, I'm a Bears fan. I'm a diehard Bears fan, and I will tell you, they're not going to have a winning season. <laughs> it's just that simple. They had a really good draft, though, so I am I'm hopeful. Like, I think both the Packers and the Bears have a lot to prove for this first game. Yes. Preseason, whatever, who cares? But, like, the first game of the actual regular season being the literal rivalry of the NFL, yeah. there's a lot to prove on that. And I think it's going to have a humongous viewer base. Oh, for sure. And I just think, yeah, anyways, I just think that it'll be. But I, th- I, think, the, I think the Packers are going to score 17 points in the fourth quarter and win 27-24 in a last-second field goal. That sounds like the Packers. Huh? That sounds like the Packers. Yeah. yeah sounds like what they would do. All right, so we'll just go through and list so, Ws okay, so, or losses. Okay, second game, Buccaneers. I'm saying the Packers. They they. I'm saying they beat the Packers. I'm saying they beat the Buccaneers. I say they beat the Buccaneers too. Okay, Kansas City. Yeah, we no, are that's a losing. Definite hell. We that's are a losing. Hell. Broncos. Broncos I think they dumb. win. I think they start off the season three and one. You're saying two and two. Yeah, I'm saying two and two. Okay, at Washington, dub. It should be a dub. Vikings L. Probably an L. Raiders dub. Yeah, it should be a dub. Chargers dub. <laughs> Chargers are terrible. <sighs> They're terrible, but like Herbert is just one of those people you just can't predict games for, it feels like. Like half the season he'll be utter complete garbage and then randomly against your team he gets like twenty eight fantasy points. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm gonna say I think it's a close game. I think the Chargers win though. New Orleans, with their kind of rebuild they're going through right now, I, I think, think we beat them. I think New Orleans finds a way. Where is it at? Is it in New Orleans? It is at New Orleans. New Orleans wins because of the fact that it's in New Orleans. Mm. Yeah, it may be true. Anyways, okay. So I'm saying, oh, man, I'm saying they beat the Panthers. I'm going to have to eat Panthers. my words. I'm going to eat my words on that. I feel that. I think they beat the Lions. I don't think. The Lions are kind of a powerhouse. Honestly, they lost their starting running back, but they replaced him with some solid, solid running backs. I genuinely believe the Detroit Lions are going to make a playoff run this year. That's my hot take for the NFL. Wow. They almost did last year, and then the Packers got in. And the Packers, like they do every year, lost in the first round. That's true. Or if they somehow make it to the second round, lost in the second round. So Detroit should have been in the playoff last year. Now it may be they just make it to the first game. Whatever. I think they still make it in the playoffs this year. At Minnesota again, which is funny because they put Vikings on one side and then they put Minnesota on one side. <laughs> so I don't know if it's because it's saying it's at Minnesota instead of saying at the Vikings or at Minnesota. So that may be the thing. Anyways, I think the second game, they beat the Vikings. I don't know. So I don't. I, so okay. So I'm gonna change the other Vikings one since it's at home for the Bears. I think the Bears win that one at home. Okay. Okay. And then I, they lose this one on the road. See, I think because it's gonna be the opposite. Minnesota's a tough place to play. It is actually. So bye week. I think they recover. I think they maybe give the Lions a run for their money, but I still think they lose to them again. I think they lose to this one. I think they come out because they beat Detroit. Um. Up there, mm-hmm. they come out sky high, thinking they can beat Detroit, and Detroit does something strange 
offensively mm-hmm. to throw off that defense. And I think the the Lions get the dub there. All right. Browns, Bears beat the Browns. Bears should beat the Browns. Honestly, the Cardinals, they should beat the Cardinals. Yeah. Cardinals were one of the biggest upsets, like disappointments yeah. from last season. So yeah. I was very surprised by them. Falcons, honestly, they should end the season. Cleveland Cardinals, Falcons, all dubs. The Packers game at the end in Green Bay, oh, I don't know about that. I want to say they beat them, but if they're if the only two times they're meeting are the beginning and the end, those are going to be high-intensity games. Because it's not just like you're playing to win and you may be playing for a playoff berth, but you're also playing the rivalry of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I think with that added pressure, I'm going to call it, I think Green Bay loses again. I think they lose in this one, too. I think the Bears will actually be positive in their winnings against the Packers this year. I think they will go 2-0 and against the Packers. I think they go 1-1. That's probably more okay, realistic. So, we ha- so I have the Bears going, let's see, 1-2-3-4. One, so one, um, 5-6-7-8. Nine, ten, eleven. I have them with eleven wins this year. Out of eighteen, or I guess seventeen games. So you think they're gonna go eleven and six? Eleven and six. Okay. I have. I haven't beaten the Packers. I haven't beaten the Buccaneers. They beat the Broncos. They beat the Commanders. I think they beat the Vikings when we're at home. I think we beat the Raiders. I don't think we beat the Chargers. We beat. Uh, New Orleans is so hard because because you're so right there. We're at New Orleans. I'll say we lose. We beat the Panthers. Win at Detroit. Lose to Minnesota at Minnesota. Lose to the Lions. And then we end the year on a four-game win streak. Do I have them going like 12 and... Hold up. Okay, so you said they beat the Packers first? Yeah. Okay, so, all right, walk me through each one. Packers is one, Tampa Bay's two, Broncos is three, Washington's four. First, Vikings is a dub, I think that's five. Raiders is a dub, that's seven. That's six. What? Oh, yeah, you're right, six, yeah. Uh, Lose to Chargers, lose to New Orleans. Beat the Panthers, beat Detroit, beat Minnesota. Lose to the Lions, beat Cleveland. Beat the Cardinals, beat the Falcons, and beat Green Bay. I have them going thirteen and four. I have high hopes for my team for a team that'll probably go four and thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> but See, you know what? It's it's our time finally. Yeah, I'm not really a Bears fan, and eleven and six. Eleven and six is fine. It's honestly, I take eleven and six. I'd take twelve and five. Honestly, honestly, if I was being honest, I'd take ten and seven. I'm just being that's that's like my bottom. Like we go ten and seven, I'm fine with that. Hey, you can go nine and eight too. By the way, yeah, yeah, we could. Whatever. I don't think we're gonna make the playoffs. I guess with my schedule, we make the playoffs. <laughs> I don't think we make the playoffs. But okay, all right. Here's here's another hot take. In the NFC, who makes the playoffs? Mm. And then we'll do AFC too. By the way. All right, I gotta look it, up. NFC teams. I can't remember all of them. Okay. So NFC. Here we go. I got I got a thing. Okay. Oh man. Um Eagles obviously. 
Eagles are going to be a powerhouse. Oh, yes. I genuinely think the NFC North is up for grabs. With Rodgers leaving, Detroit kind of shuffling around, I think the number two position in the NFC North is up for grabs. Mm. I think Detroit claims the top in NFC North. I think Eagles claim the top in the East. I don't know what's going on in that trash heap that's the NFC South. I'm going to say maybe New Orleans makes a run. Or, you know what? No, no, no. Panthers. I'm going to go Panthers, NFC South. Panthers make a run? Yeah. I think Panthers make a run, and I think the 49ers obviously claim the West in NFC. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, my AFC, I'm going to – obviously, got to go Bengals. Oh, yeah. You got to go Bills for the East. Yep. Um, And the South is just – just, ugh. Um, You know what? I like the Jaguars. We'll go with the Jaguars. Mm. And then Kansas City. Obviously, yeah. Those are my those are my picks for those to win the division. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, AFC East, Bills. Uh, AFC North, Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, South. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Colts. Okay. I, I mean, they I think they find a way. They somehow. did pretty. They came pretty close last year. I think. I, I do believe. Yeah. So okay. I think they find a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, and let's be honest, the AFC South is hot. It's trash. like the NFC South. I don't know what it is about the South teams, but they're all just going through like rebuilding. That's why I think the NFC South is up for grabs. Yes. Of all those teams, Brady gone, I think it's totally up for grabs. Right. And What's then, your West? Oh, AFC West. It's got to be Chiefs. Yeah, it's got to be Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, NFC East, Eagles. Yeah. North. My gosh, dude. I think it's. I think it's. I really think it's either the Bears or the Lions. I, I'm telling you, the Vikings, I don't know. The Vikings could do something. The Vikings are always going to be the Vikings. They're always going to have some crazy games. And the games. Packers are always the Packers, minus Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. And most of their receiving core. True. But they're the Packers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's a toss-up. I, I, think... I really think the NFC North is a coin flip. It kind of is. It's a coin flip between the Lions and the Bears. And if the if the Bears get their crap together, yes, then they will be an actual contender. If they play like they did last year, it'll be the Lions and the Vikings. Right. I think the first five games of the season, first six, let's make it even, first six games of the season for the Bears are going to be the tipping point if they make the playoffs or not. If we don't come out of the – I'm going to say this right now. If we don't come out of the first five games positive, I think the season's done. Yeah. If we don't come out three and two, four and one, we're not going to be the Kansas City unless some miracle happens. If we come out five and zero, oh, four and one, three and two, I'm hopeful. Anything else? If you come out two and three or one and four, if you come out one and four for sure. Yeah, no, zero oh and five. <laughs> I mean, crazier things have happened before, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. And then your NFC West. And NFC West, uh, 49ers. Yeah. Oh, and your South. What's your South? Did you say Panthers? Oh no, I haven't done. Mm. Gosh, dude, this one like the AFC South is a. It's not going to be Atlanta because Atlanta's hot trash right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the Buccaneers are going to be good anymore. They're going to go back to the old Bucks. You know who the Bucks acquired back in March? Oh no. Baker Mayfield. All right, I'm going to go the Carolina Panthers with that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Carolina Panthers, yeah. Yeah. I think I think Super Bowl-wise, I think it'll be 
Bengals and Eagles. Mm. And I think Bengals win. Mm. That's my Super Bowl prediction. Very early on, not even in preseason yet. I think conference championship wise for me, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be Bills and Bengals. Really? You think AFC. Kansas is just done, huh? I never said that. Okay. But I think um someone beats the Chiefs. Okay. In the in the playoffs. All right. Um I think it's gonna be the Bengals. I think the Bengals come out and they get revenge. Is that Kansas time? City. Is yeah. that time? Yep. Um, NFC wise, I'm gonna make two predictions here. Two <laughs> predictions on the NFC. Your reasonable one. Yes, my reasonable one. Okay. My, my reasonable so let me guess your reasonable one: Eagles and 49ers. Oh yes. Okay. Your non-reasonable one: Lions and Panthers. <laughs> no. Okay. My non-reasonable one. Bears and Eagles. Oh my gosh, <laughs> dude, you got high hopes. I appreciate though. I appreciate that, the support. Well, hey, that's my unreasonable one. I never said I had high hopes. I don't have hopes at all for the Bears. Let's be honest, okay? My dad's a Bears fan. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, you don't really got to say much. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. I, th- I think, I r- logically think it's gonna be Eagles 49ers. Yeah, and NFC, and I think. The Eagles are going to win because they've been there a lot, and they have that experience. They have. They are that team, kind of. And I think it's going to be Bengals. I think it's going to also be Bengals. Bengals. Uh, Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I was. I thought the Forty ers for a second. And I was like, I. But I picked the Eagles. Yes. So Eagles, Bengals in the Super Bowl. I think the Bengals win. Mm-hmm. And shout. And that would be a shout out to. The original James Betcher. Oh, yes. Who is a coach for the Bengals, and I think he gets that ring. He does. I think he does, finally. He was I chasing think... it with the Cardinals there for a while. If anyone doesn't know, uh, this James Betcher uh, was a alumni for LaVille, and he yes. actually is, a, I think, a defensive coordinator of some sort. He's a defensive coach, coach. for the Bengals. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. yeah. Former defensive coordinator at Arizona. Yes. And New York football giants. Oh. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of that's all my NFL news. Oh, one thing before we move on from the NFL, Brett Favre dropped the defamation lawsuit. Hey, hey, there you go. No more allegedly's. No more allegedly's. Hopefully, so we, I, you know, we recorded an episode of us talking about that, and that one didn't make it uh, to to light because of unfortunate circumstances. But we can bring. Oh, we know we can't blame Brett Favre for that. No, nope. no, we nope. don't want. Yeah, we don't Brett, want. A hey, Brett, I did not. Defame your name, okay? I took it back, so we're good. Um, we're good, okay? We don't, I don't need a lawsuit. But, yeah. So, anyways, Brett Favre dropped that. Uh, it was reported by the Indy Star. Uh, Pat McAfee came out on his Pat McAfee show, yeah. so originally titled. Uh, what could what other name could he have gone with? <laughs> the Kicker's Corner? McAfee and Friends? True. Pat's show. All right, we're done. Anyways, now on to the NBA playoffs. <laughs> Actually, I got one more bit of NFL news. Oh. Also fits in with Notre Dame, too, because you had to bring up Purdue for mm-hmm. some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Lug, former offensive lineman for Notre Dame, signed with 
the Bears. Really? So you're going to get a good offensive lineman. Yeah. No, I like them when they come to us. Outside of that. You don't give a rip. Yep, exactly. <laughs> we actually, I don't think we have that many. Actually, you have you have quite a bit. Yeah, honestly. we do. Now that you I think Cole Komet, who's a former tight end, he was good. He is good. He was really good this last year. Anyways, on to the NBA playoffs. We got a, we got some good. Th- As of recording this, the Warriors and Lakers play in two hours in our time zone, and I am excited for that game. I think they forced a game six. I think they seven. win the series. Oh, yeah, sorry. I think they forced a game. <laughs> I think they forced a game seven, and I think they win the series. Yes. I also think, oh, man. the the. So we're just going to give our, basically, opinions. What everyone needs to know, Nuggets beat the Suns 4-2, to going to the Western Conference Championships. The Suns looked like garbage out there. Oh, my gosh. Jokic averaged a 30-point triple-double. That was the first time in NBA history. Yeah. That Redonkulous. is actually insane. Actually insane. Uh, 76ers forced a game seven, which I'm Celtics very... For, Celtics forced a game seven. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah. And and that was because also, um, who is it? Who's their star player? Um, Embiid? No, the Celtics. Harden. Oh, Tatum. Tatum. Tatum started the game 0-14. I saw that. First time in NBA history. Yeah. He was terrible. And somehow... The Celtics went on a 14-1 run to close the game in one, yep. 95-87. Yeah, that was that the, was actually The MVP insane. lost to a guy who went, who started the game 0-14. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it wasn't looking good. As, actually, as of recording this, the Heat and Knicks are playing, which the Heat could win the series tonight. That is true. Or the Knicks force a game six, or game seven. I keep doing that. They're playing game six. They're, they've already forced a game six. The Heat or the Knicks could force a game seven. And honestly, I don't see the Knicks doing that. I now. don't see the Knicks doing that. They're currently at halftime, and Miami leads 51 50. So it's a close game. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and where's this game being played? I think it's in Miami. I think it's in Miami. Knicks put up 31 points in the first half, Miami put up 24, followed by Knicks putting up 19 in the second quarter. So almost literally. Not literally half, but a lot less. Uh, followed, and then the Heat put up twenty-seven. So it's fairly even. It's even. Um, maybe I mean maybe the Knicks force a game seven. Maybe, but I don't see them winning. No, I think I think the Heat are going to have a really big third quarter. They could. They honestly could come out swinging. Um, but yeah, so I think uh, I'm going to say Heat win tonight. I think Warriors win tonight. Uh, the other games, obviously, Phoenix already took a dump. Um, and Philadelphia is the last one. They are playing game seven on Should be tomorrow. Sunday, actually. Yeah. Yeah, on Sunday. Oh, Sunday, my bad. Yeah, on Sunday. Um, so that'll be interesting. I, I want to say I see Philadelphia winning because they played really well just – Tatum played better, basically, right. after he got on his little streak. So, I mean, obviously our predictions last week of Suns-Heat matchup in the finals is out the window. <laughs> um, so, I, I don't know. I might, if, depending on who wins this Lakers-Golden State game, Denver might have a chance to go to the finals. I think if Denver comes up against... 
the Warriors, I think they lose. I think if Denver comes up against L.A., I think they win. win. Yeah. And I think, I don't know. It. The problem is the the Eastern Conference is such weird teams this year. Right. Um, Milwaukee lost. Um, they were they were almost a surefire win to win the championship. I, yeah, I thought they were too. Um, so I guess I, if I had to redo my predictions, I still stay with my Eastern Conference, Miami and Philly, and I think Miami comes out on top. I think Miami will be in this, the finals. Okay. I don't know if we will get another bubble battle, like we did during the NBA bubble, because that would be interesting. Heat and yeah. Lakers again. Yeah. That was a good rivalry, I thought, during that time. So it it could be, but. I don't know. I just don't. I think if the Lakers win this, they're going to be gassed, and Denver's going to have some rest-up time. I mean, I guess everyone gets rest-up, but Denver's going to be resting longer, and I think think Denver just comes out on top. Warriors, honestly, could go the same way. I want the Warriors to beat the Lakers. If they don't go to the playoffs after that, I don't care. But I don't want them to lose to LA. (laughs) So (laughs) that's where I stand with that. Okay. Okay. Um, So, yeah, that's. I guess that's kind of my hot take. I still think Miami goes to the championship. I think the Western Conference is up for grabs. Anyone who wins, I think, can come out on top. I I could see LA making a run. Okay. I don't want to, but I could. Okay. I think we'll have some good games either way. So. Yeah. So all right. So my I think Boston's gonna win mm, game I, seven because it's okay. at Boston. Okay. And I think Miami obviously is gonna win tonight. Mm-hmm. I think they pull off. And I think I think Boston beats Miami mm. in seven games. Okay. Change my pick. Okay. In the East. Gonna be Boston. I'm gonna make two picks in the West. Okay. If the Warriors win tonight and force that game seven, I think they win. I think they win the series and they go on to the NBA Finals. Okay. They lose tonight. I think LA goes to the finals, and we're gonna get the rivalry again. Mm-hmm. The rivalry in the NBA, Boston LA. That would actually be kind of fun. The problem is Boston went last year, and they didn't look all that great because Warriors won last year against Boston. Well, okay, let's be honest. Curry yeah, that's fair forced too. most of that. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I just don't think Boston has what it takes to contend past the f- conference finals. I think they get into the finals. It's a newer team. Not many of them have been to the finals before. Like, the last year was their first appearance. Right. So... It's up in the air. Like mm-hmm. I said, the whole NBA is currently up in the air for me, except I think Miami goes on. I have hopes. I, I'm, I'm just hoping that Miami goes on. Who knows? It's a crapshoot right now, honestly. honestly Mo- all because Milwaukee lost. That's it the is. Whole, that's the whole thing. Is Miami had to beat Milwaukee. Which Milwaukee's a powerhouse. Right. I mean, most of the time, except when they play the Heat. But, <laughs> but. Yeah, the Suns are a powerhouse. Until they play Denver, until they play Denver mm-hmm. or Dallas, like I honestly, year. I honestly don't know what is going on. Okay, so we're, we made our predictions. If I'm yes. gonna do, if we're gonna do NBA talk for a little bit, let's talk about the Suns. Let's talk about the Suns. Yes, and how Booker is not getting any younger. Nope. CP3 is not getting any less injured. Oh. He just seems to, every time he plays, he just does something. And Durant is just not performing. I mean, Durant hasn't really done anything in the playoffs since he was with Curry. That, I mean, that to be completely honest. Yeah, you're about right. He, I mean, he's went to the playoffs. He's done nothing in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, they beat out, they beat LA Clippers. Whatever. They had Kawhi. Kawhi's kind of the backbone of that whole team. They had who? You, yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So 
I think LA was an easier win. I don't think it was easy by any means because it is the NBA. I mean, these right. are these are top level dudes. I think it was semi easy. I mean, most yeah. of those games too. I don't think they were close. I mean, they weren't complete losses, but win by five, win by four, win by four or three actually five. Sorry. I mean, yeah, they're not blowouts. Like LA puts up a fight, but I just think in that series, Phoenix has the has the way. Apparently, against Denver, they do not. So, I didn't foresee Denver going this far. I thought they would lose faster to the Suns because I thought the Suns were going to go all the way. Right. But anywho, I also was pretty blown away by the fact that Sacramento was ranked third in the West. That was pretty crazy to me. But props to them. I mean, they're an exciting team. If I, if next year, if I could do one thing, is I would probably want to watch the Sacramento Kings a little bit closer. I don't know much about their game. Like, I don't really know a whole lot of what's going on in that team. But they've impressed me. So. They forced the game seven against the Warriors. They literally, yeah. And they held them to a pretty considerable point deficit in that. I mean, they lost 118, or, well, Golden State lost. 118.99. So under 100 and under 100 with Curry. That's pretty. Good. Yeah, that's pretty. That's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my hot takes. I was pretty blown away by the fact that Cleveland and New York were also in the playoffs. Didn't realize they're doing that good. Yeah. So anyways. I think I think everyone was shocked that New York made the playoffs because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's New York. It is. It's actually more surprising they made it past the first round. That was pretty cool. Uh, to say I've seen that in my lifetime. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, technically, I was alive the last time, but I didn't care about it. So, yeah. Those are my hot takes. I'm done. I'm getting off my podium. Um, Suns. Suns, when they get up 2-0, there's just something about them being up (laughs) 2-0 that they don't like. Because the last time they were up 2-0, they played Dallas. And, well, Dallas won the series 4-2. Yep. And, well, we saw it last time. Joker. Joker said, you know what? You're up 2-0. I don't no, like that. I don't like I'm that idea. I'm not a fan of that idea. No. I'm going to go out and I'm going to score 30 points. <laughs> you know, get 10 rebounds. You know, get 10 assists, too. So, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. But Joker I th- is an interesting player, just to be yeah. honest. He's kind of a – you would think he would break the game a bit more. Right. But, yeah. I think Durant – here's a hot take. Durant was better with the Warriors than he is without the Warriors. Yeah, that's not a hot take. Because that's of Curry. Yeah. Yeah, him and Curry, I think, were kind of a a, th- a duo. I think also Warriors Durant was better than Thunder Durant. Honestly, he was kind of playing out of his mind. He and, was easily putting up 30 points for that, most And games. that's better than the Durant that when he had the big three in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Harden, Westbrook, and himself. I think he was I think he was better than that version of Durant when mm-hmm. he was in Golden State. Yeah. Because of he had Clay, Draymond, Iggy, Harrison Barnes for two years. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Yeah. He the, had dudes. He did. And they were good and they worked as a team very well. Right. Every per- other team he's come across since the Warriors has just not been a team. Right. Like, because he left at the most inopportune time, too. Because if he would have stayed with the Warriors, they would have three-peated. To me, it just looks like he's just... It just looks like he is chasing rings. Yeah. You know, he chased the rings in, in Golden State, won those. Clay gets hurt, you know. 
he gets hurt. Yeah. He's like, okay, you know what? I don't really think I'm worth much here anymore. I don't yeah. see a potential. We're going to leave. Clay may not come back. Curry by himself. Which then Curry said, well, actually, I can carry this team by myself anyway, so I don't need you, basically. Right. And at that point, it just becomes Durant going to a big three that gets formed from all trades. That big three disappoints. He's kind of in a big three now with Booker and Chris Paul. Kind of. It's more like DeAndre Ayton, honestly. Yeah. Their center. I mean, he's kind of more the, the – if I had to say a big three, I'd say put him in there. Yeah. Booker's just – he's just doing his thing. Like, he's really good. Yeah. But I think he's still finding his way in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Ayton, though, he's fantastic. I love DeAndre Ayton. Oh, yeah. He's good. He's oh, good. Yeah. I, the thing is, I like Kevin Durant as a player. Yeah. He just ring chases. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if going to Phoenix is a ring chase by any means. But it seemed like when he left the Warriors, he was basically trying to form an unstoppable team that yeah. then did nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, he chased rings when he went to Golden State, let's be honest, because that Golden State team before, 73-9 and nine regular season, no one talks about that because they didn't win a ring, but 73-9, and nine, went to the NBA Finals, choked in the NBA Finals, by the way, against the, against the Cavaliers. They should have won that series. Um, joins, wins, what, two, two rings? Um, and the last ring that they won, just, they just absolutely smoked everybody. That was against the LeBron team too, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. that was when they lost all but two games in the NBA, uh, NBA playoffs. They swept the Cavaliers. They went 4-1 against, um... Houston in the conference finals and 4-0 against everyone else. So they went 4-0, 4-0, 4-1-4-0. Yeah. I think, I think they right. lost one game. Yeah. 4-1, 4-0, 4-1, they 4-0. They were a dominant force. Yes. And, yeah, again, I don't know why he left. I think he could have solidified himself and he could have been up there with... He could have been up there, yeah. Jordan and Kobe, honestly, mm, in my opinion. I wouldn't go that far. If... If his development in the in in Golden State, in Golden yeah. State had progressed, okay. I think he could under Steve Kerr. Okay. Under that Steve Nash team they built, oh, new no. under the Suns, I think with a full season he'll do better. Yeah, I think coming in half through a season's hard for anybody, so I like kind of don't hold that over him. Right. He also came in slightly injured, so that is true. He didn't have a lot to work he has, with. So he has he has a full year, a while in Cancun to get. Nice and refreshed. Of course. Um, But, yeah, I kind of agree that Suns. I think he's gone to the West because he knows the West is the best option for him to win Mm -hmm. another ring. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he wants to join Golden State again. I think it's because of one specific person, Draymond. Yeah, it's Draymond Green. Draymond and Kevin Durant had beef, especially in 2019. And I think that's why they lost the NBA Finals, too. One of the reasons. Mm. The main reason is Kawhi was just a beast during the 2019 playoffs. Yeah, he was. And carried. If the that Kawhi could have sustained this year's playoffs, I, they Clippers would have probably. I would say they'd at least be in the conference finals. I don't. I don't even think he would have left Toronto. Honestly, that is true. I was I very think, surprised by that move. Right. I think if he would have sustained any sort of career in Toronto longer. They would have won back-to-back NBA Finals. 
they would have repeated. Yeah. Because that team was just way too good. Yeah. Dude, the most random player I remember is Fred Van Fleet. Do you remember him? Fred he was Van like Fleet. he was the the point guard that was just doing crazy in the playoffs against Golden State. I mean, he was putting up insane numbers against Curry. It was it was impressive. But I specifically remember I have like vivid memories of him when I was watching those playoffs and him just like sinking threes. It was unfortunate. <laughs> I know. But Drake really loved Fred Van Vliet. Yes, he did. Yeah. Especially commenting about his tan all the time he was on. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're reminiscing <laughs> now. We're reminiscing. Tur- Turks and Caicos tan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Oh. It's all the I news we got. It, yeah, I don't yeah. have anything else. That's all the news we got for you. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Hope to uh, see you back next week. Happy Mother's Day if there's a mother listening. I highly doubt that. But you never know. Maybe down the road. Right, exactly. Maybe down Down, the road. Down the road. That's Mm -hmm. that's what we're doing. That's what we're shooting for. Exactly. Yep. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, Take a With that, uh, we'll see you hopefully next time. So long, everybody. Peace. Hey, guys. It's Kenny, host of The Good Fight. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to hear more, you can check out our website at thelugnutspodcastgroup.com for all information related to the podcast and where to listen to us. You can also follow the Patreon page for exclusive benefits for the show. Join us next time for The Good Fight.